welcome to the Church of the Redeemers weekly podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, the scripture says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Is there anybody glad to be in the house of the Lord today? Oh, y'all can do better than that. Come on. I said, is there anybody that's glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Well, if that's you, would you just rest your seats as we go before the throne of grace? We're going to petition our father and just tell him how good he is. And we're going to talk to him really quick. Is that all right? And even you watching my stream, if you just join in with us in prayer, go ahead, go ahead and get your kids, your family, and gather them around. And we're going to go before the Lord, uh, before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you and we love you. We honor you. We praise you because you are good. This is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we thank you, Lord, for another day and an opportunity to come into your house and tell you thank you for all that you've done, for all that you're doing for all that you are thank you lord for being a good god on a bad day thank you lord that because of you lord we have everything we need father the songwriter penned it and says and said great is thy faithfulness oh god our father there is no shadow of turning with thee all we needed your hands have provided you are faithful even when we aren't faithful to you and for that god we come with an attitude of gratitude and so we declare out of our mouths today that we are thankful Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you've allowed us to come back into this place because this is a great house with great people that serve a great and mighty God. So today, Lord, we ask you, Lord, that you would be with us today. Father, walk up and down these sanctified aisles. Touch us in Jesus' name. Move from heart to heart and breast to breast, Lord. Father, we're asking you, God, that you would do something miraculous in this place. Somebody needs a touch from you. Somebody needs to hear from you. Somebody's hurting. Somebody's going through something right now, Lord, and only you have the answer for it. You are the answer for our problems, our situations, our circumstances. And God, today we trust you and believe you that, Father, what we came here for, that before we leave this building, we'll have an answer and father will be better than what we came in this place father we actually that you would touch even those that are watching by stream and on youtube and facebook this morning there is no distance in the realm of the spirit and we believe god that you can do anything but fail father we actually that you would touch every minister touch the uh, us musicians and those that are leading us into worship father we actually that you would touch our pastor today as he leads us and and teaches us your word god give him fresh manna from on high in the mighty name of jesus father we ask you that somebody will come in these doors and they will say what must i do to be saved and father we thank you lord for what's coming because we know there's a blessing with our name on it and so father we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor in jesus name have your way holy ghost we pray amen come on clap those hands and give them a praise all over this building hallelujah just look at somebody and say hi it's good to see you i know i probably spoke already but just tell them it's good to be in church with you this morning it's so good to be in church with you this morning hallelujah hallelujah i will enter his gates thanksgiving in my heart i will enter his courts with praise 
I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Come on, everybody say, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Come on, everybody sing. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has. Come on, clap your hands. Come on. Oh, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Why don't you praise the name of Jesus? Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on, everybody, come on. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's have church real quick. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Clap your hands.
him. Clap your hands and praise him. Clap your hands and praise him. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Do me a favor to put your hand together. Clap your hands. to worship and our invocation hallelujah this morning this day hallelujah psalm 95 1 and 2 says oh come let us sing unto the lord i think that's what we were doing let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation that's what we've been doing clapping our hands and making a joyful noise hallelujah let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Yeah, that's what we're doing because we are so thankful. We are so grateful. We are in the land of the living. Hallelujah. And whether we're in the sanctuary, whether we're on Facebook, whatever we're on, the phone, whatever, we're alive and have the chance to lift up our Lord God and King hallelujah so we're making a joyful noise to him with songs of praise hallelujah father god we do lift your name on high oh lord god we feel your presence here so since you're here since you chose to be with us lord we say this is your party have your way lord you're the potter we are the clay it's all about you it's not about us we give you free reign to have your way in this service in jesus name hallelujah and amen our congregational hymn is it is well like a river attended my way when sorrows like sea billows roar whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well well with my soul 
clap your hands okay everybody say it is well it is well with my soul with my oh it is well it is well with my soul let's sing that again it is well it is well it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul let's do verse two though satan should buffet though satan should buffet though trials may come church now come on everybody say it is well it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul oh it is well with my soul If it's well with your soul, come on, clap your hands this time. Come on. Everybody say, it is well it is with my soul. It is well, it is well with oh, it is well it is with my soul. morning. This morning, I will be um, doing the welcome and doing the announcements. Amen. Amen. So without further ado, I'd like to um, ask if anyone's here for the very first time, can you please stand? We just want to welcome you and love on you a little bit. And we also welcome our virtual campus. If you're visiting with us on the virtual campus for the very first time, please type in visitor and someone will follow up with you. Okay, no first time visitors in person. Okay, we're all family. Amen. 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 So I'll get to the announcements. Amen. <laughs> women's ministry. Blessed greetings, my sisters. The Lift Women's Ministry are so excited to invite you to an amazing evening of intimate portraits on Friday, 
August the 25th at 7 p.m. It will be held hybrid. Therefore, you can join us in person or on Zoom. This month's speaker will be our very own Minister Andrea Lifford. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So tell a friend and bring a friend and a covered dish if possible. But don't let that stop you. Let us begin to lift up our sister in prayer as she prepares to speak to and fellowship with us. We can't wait to fellowship with you. The Zoom link, ID number 869-297-9333. The passcode 864-580. Rice. Rice is, amen. Rice is offering Zoom training on Saturday, August the 19th and on August the 26th from 11 to 1 p.m. in the banquet hall. If anyone would like to support Rice and their students by purchasing a book for them, the price is $14 each. Please send your donations to dollar sign Rice, R-I-C-E, and C-H-A-P-E-L, Chapel. So that's dollar sign Rice Chapel. And utilize the title book offering. Amen. Redeemer Institute for Christian Education. The Rice Open House will be held on Saturday, August the 19th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the banquet hall of the Christian Life and Education Building. The address is 2421 Dickinson Street. All returning and new students are invited to register for classes and purchase their books. The purchase of books is cash only. The books are $14 each. School starts on Monday, September 11th, 2023. Men of Redeemer. All right. Men, let's talk shop. <clears throat> Sorry. Men of Redeemer is hosting their next men's Let's Talk Shop gathering on Saturday, August the 26th. We've been having a rewarding time and we expect and anticipate an even greater event this time. Our meeting will be located in the banquet hall from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Come join us on some informal discussion. All right, men, show up. <laughs> Amen. Prayer walk. Save the date. Saturday the 26th, August the 26th, there will be a back-to-school prayer walk from 10 to 12 noon. Let us start praying now. Amen. Redeemer Stars of Little Stars of Faith. Redeemer Stars of Faith will be back on September the 9th and will be recruiting children aged 13 to 18 years of age. If interested, please join us on September the 9th at 12 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. You may contact Deacon Linda Stewart or her assistant, Gloria Miller, at this phone number, 267-586-6238. And 
You could contact Sister April Brown at 610-931-5797. Creative Vessels of Worship. Amen. Blessing, Redeemer writes, the Creative Vessel of Worship will begin their 2023-2024 season on Monday, September the 11th at 6.30 p.m. We cordially invite anyone over the age of seven years old to join our Praise Dance Ministry who's looking to minister through dance. If you are interested in joining the ministry or learning more information, please join us on Friday, September the 8th in the sanctuary at 6.30 p.m. for an information session. We look forward to seeing you here. Contact Sister Reba Cherry with questions, and you can reach her at 215-385-3356. Amen. Lift Women's Ministry. Lift Women. All right. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. Lift Women's Ministry presents It's All About Prayer at our Prayer Breakfast event on September the 9th, 2023 from 9 a.m. to 12 noon in the banquet hall. So sign up before and at the church. Well, that was last week. <laughs> that was the last sign up last week. But we want to see all of you come out. The scripture is Jeremiah 29, 12, and 13. Let us know, let us know without a doubt the importance of prayer and how we should approach God doing prayer. This prayer breakfast event is about sisterly fellowship spiritual food physical food fun activities and more but most of all we want you to lead as prayer warriors being, being better equipped to pray powerful prayers to cover yourself your family and others and it's a free will offering at the end food cupboard ministry the food cupboard is looking for assistance with the senior boxes on the first tuesday of the month Please contact Sister Harriet or Deacon Herman for further information. Prayer meeting and Bible study held on Zoom every Wednesday. Amen. Amen. Held on Zoom every Wednesday. Prayer starts at 6.30 p.m. Bible study begins immediately after. The ID for this, well, for the Zoom number is 861-737-1176. The dial-in is 646-558-8656. And all of the announcements are posted weekly on our website, dotrb.org website. Amen. God bless. I just want to remind everyone of just a few things. Let us keep our bereaved families in prayer and continue to lift those in prayer on our sick and shut-in list. Why? Because we are a praying church. We pray without ceasing. We pray always and do not faint. We are doers as well as hearers of God's word. And with that being said, let me remind you that the last Saturday of this month, August the 26th, we're doing a back-to-school prayer walk. We will meet here in the sanctuary at 930, 
and the walk will start at 10 a.m. Those who cannot walk are welcome to remain in the sanctuary in prayer or come in sometimes between 10 to 12 to be in prayer for the back-to-school prayer walk. Those who are shut in are asked to pray at this time with us. For those that the distance may be too far to travel are encouraged to pray with us at this time. There's no distance in prayer. Everyone is welcome to join us. Psalm 145.18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. I'm excited because you know what it says, all. Just imagine, put your expectations out there and anticipate what it will look like on Saturday, August the 26th, as we walk and pray, as we're praying in the sanctuary, as we're praying in our homes, we will on one accord be bombarding heaven with the same request at the same time. Oh, hallelujah and amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Oh, y'all got to do better than that, Redeemer. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Listen, we came to give our God praise. Is that anybody's testimony this morning? Oh, I don't think it's nobody's testimony this morning that y'all came to give him a praise. Is there anybody that came to bless your God in this room? Well, if that's you, you got to show me a sign. Come on, before we move on. I want you to begin to give God the best praise that you can. Come on, lift your voice. Hallelujah. Just look at somebody and say, I came to praise him today. I said, look at somebody and say, I came to praise him today. Because he's been just that good to me. I got to give him all that I got. He's been so good to me. I got to give him praise. I gotta give him glory. My praise was premeditated. Some people may think that I shouldn't plan on praising him when I come to church, but that's what I come here for. I came to dance. I came to lift my hands. I came to be loud. And if your praise seems to be getting on the person's nerves that's next to you, I give you permission to move your seat right now. You gotta go somewhere. Just move your seat. But be responsible for responsible for the healing and the miracle and the breakthrough that's about to take place on that road we came to give him high praise come on Kids are 
got the highest praise acknowledging in always And all the people say Halle, halle, hallelujah Halle, halle, hallelujah Now just clap your hand, clap, 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 clap Come on, give God some high praise in this room, come on The Lord is high above the heaven And is coming upon the nation Y'all see I'm good out there singing The Lord is high above the heaven And is coming upon the nation The Lord is high above the heaven And is coming upon the nation the highest praise acknowledging in always And all God's people say Halle, halle, hallelujah Halle, halle, hallelujah Halle, halle, hallelujah Halle, halle, hallelujah One more time, clap, 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 clap No music. The Lord is high above the heavens. The end is growing above the nation. Yeah. The Lord is high above the heaven. Yeah. The end is growing above the nation. The Lord is high above the heaven. And is growing above the nation. The Lord is high above the heaven. And is going above the nation. Come on. He's got the highest praise acknowledging him always. And all God's people say, Halle, Halle, Halle. Halle, Halle, Hallelujah. Halle, Halle, Hallelujah. Halle, Halle, Hallelujah. That's how church here we go. Say, Halle. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Y'all do it like me. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Let me hear you say yeah. I hear y'all. Hey, see if you love to give and praise. Let me hear you say yeah. If you love to praise him, open up your mouth and say yeah. Say hallelujah, hallelujah. Y'all say this. Say hallelujah. Me hear you say, 
just wave, wave my hand. I didn't understand it then, but there are some people that can't dance. There are some people that can't speak. But he said, if I couldn't say a, a word, if I couldn't say a If I couldn't say a word, I just wait. You gotta put your hand up in the air. I just wait. And while you're waving, it's a sign. God, come help me. I need your help. Hey, I put the Holy Ghost there. So, woo, I need your help. When I wave my hands, it's not just praise, but it's a sign that you're my Lord, you're my Savior. I can't save myself. I can't do it on my own. I need you. And the Bible declares that when the righteous cry out, when the righteous wave their hands, when the righteous dance and praise, your cry out may not be like your neighbors, but when the righteous say something, Redeemer, y'all got 30 more seconds to get into this praise. Hey! One time, clap your hands and give the Lord the best for Hallelujah! I said, Hallelujah! Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory, 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 hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Our God, he's been mighty, 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 mighty good to us. Some say he's gooder than good, hallelujah, hallelujah. No, there's not enough words to express our gratitude, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Right now, we're going to... We're going to read our scripture, Romans 12, verses 1 through 8. And I want you to know I'm blessed because I get to read this. Everybody's not able to read. Some are laying in a, a coma state. Some don't know if they're coming or going. But I'm blessed because he got me here today. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Romans 12, verses 1 through 8. If you're not already standing, if you're able to stand, stand for the reading of the word. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God what is good and acceptable and perfect for by the grace given to me I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think with sober judgment each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned for as in one body we have many members and the members do not all have the same function 
so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Glory to your name, Father. We recognize your deity, Lord God. You are the great I am. You are the one true and living God. There's none like you. Nobody besides you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're our portion. You're our source of everything, Lord God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You use many channels for us. You use many resources, but you and you alone are the ultimate source. Hallelujah. Your track record is perfect. Hallelujah. You always come through for us. Hallelujah. There's nothing that you can't do. Nothing is impossible with you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We're halted, Lord God, by certain things, by time, Lord God, by our bodies, Lord God. But there is nothing that can stop you. You are unstoppable. Hallelujah. So we lift your name on high. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, we serve you because we love you Lord God hallelujah your timing's perfect hallelujah even if you wait till the 11th hour the 59th minute and 59th second but you are never ever late hallelujah you come through and you do it the right way Lord God it's not our way but it's your way Lord God your will and your way is what we want is what we need so father we ask forgiveness for the times of being anxious the times of worrying, the times of doing things our way, Lord God, the times of rebellion, Father, and disobedience, Lord God, the times of just being willing to walk in our own flesh. Oh, Father God, forgive us for the times when we wasted your precious time. Father God, forgive us for the times of bitterness, of unforgiveness, of being judgmental and critical of others, Lord. Forgive us for the times of selfishness. Forgive us, Lord God, when we wouldn't allow our minds to think the right thoughts. Because you said, Lord God, that we can. It's in your word, Father. Oh, Lord God, we thank you for forgiving us for the things we realize we did wrong and the things we don't even realize we did wrong. Thank you for washing us with your word. Thank you for cleansing us from everything that's unlike you. Lord God, we want to lift up those who are sick and shut in, Lord. Those who are in the hospitals, in the nursing homes, Father. Those who are home in their beds, unable to move about. Those whose bodies are racked with pain. Those whose minds, Lord God, need regulating, Father God, because they don't know how to think the right thoughts, Lord God. Oh, Father God, you, the great physician, we're calling on you to touch each and every person, Lord. We want to lift up those, Father God, who have received bad diagnosis from the doctors. Whose report shall we believe? We shall believe your report, Father, because you are the great physician and have the last say, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, we are in your most capable hands. Father God, we thank you for this local assembly. 
Thank you for helping us to be that church that, yes, we do pray without ceasing. Thank you for helping us to unite and be one in you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for strongholds being torn down. Strongholds, Lord God, of confusion, Lord God, of miscommunication, Father God. Anything and everything that is unlike you, Lord God, we praise you and thank you that it must dissolve. It must come down. Hallelujah. Because, Father God, we want to do your will your way Lord oh Lord God we surrender to you hallelujah we place ourselves at the foot of the cross and we say not our will but your will be done oh Lord God we say yes yes we give you a yes Lord even when we don't know for sure what that yes means Lord God but we're willing to give you a yes hallelujah oh Lord God we're willing to deny ourselves pick up our cross and follow you you have not given us the spirit of fear but a power of love and of a sound mind and because of this lord god we can go forth doing your will your way thank you for the doors you open for us hallelujah thank you for the doors that you shut for us that are necessary for them to be shut because it just may save our lives lord god oh father god Thank you for cutting off, Lord God, the wrong communication, the wrong so-called friends around us that need to go, Lord God. Thank you for helping us to daily empty ourselves out to you and surrender to you. It's not a one-time surrender, Lord. We know that it is a daily surrender, Father. So yes, we surrender our lives to you. Our lives are not our own. We belong to you, Lord God. And Father God, while there's breath in our bodies, we know we have the opportunity to change through the power of Jesus Christ. We can't change on our own, Lord. We're nothing without you and we can do nothing without you. We can't do right without you helping us. So thank you for helping us, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the word that will go forth this morning that goes forth in power and authority thank you for your anointed son lord god thank you that when he opens up his mouth he will speak what you would have him to speak lord thank you for continuing to strengthen him spirit soul and body oh father god help us not to be distracted by what we feel what we see what we hear lord god Thank you, Lord God, for helping us to continue to cast every care on you. It's, that's not a one-time thing either, Lord God. Oh, Father God, help us to see ourselves like you see us. Help us, Lord God, to see others as you see them. Oh, Father, we're thankful that daily your agape love is flowing through us, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for the gifts of the Spirit, but we're more interested, Lord God, in the fruit. Thank you, Lord God. Fill us up, Lord God. Fill us up till we overflow, Lord God, with the fruit of the Spirit, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to your holy name. Thank you, 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 Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you never did another thing, you've already done so much. That which you have done for us, all the good in our lives, oh, Father God, it, away, it outweighs all of the problems, all of the disappointments, all of 
the discouragements, the stuff that we don't know about, it's all in your most capable hands. So Father God, again we say, yeah, have your way. Have your way in each of us, Lord God. You're the potter and we are the clay. Make us, melt us, mold us, Lord God. Break us, Father God. Break us, Lord God. Break us, Lord God. Hallelujah. Because in our brokenness, Lord God, you are there. And you help us, Father God, to see what we need to see so that we can do what we need to do. Your word is true. It's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Therefore, we say, be it unto us according to your word. In Jesus' name, hallelujah and amen. Father, we want to be like you. There's something special in this room this morning, saints, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't want you to miss it. I don't know, I don't want you to miss it. Can we stand on our feet right quick? And don't don't go nowhere where you're going, that's where we're going, but just stand on your feet right quick. We need to honor the presence of the king. We need to honor the presence of the master. He's here, and I don't want you to miss, I don't want you to miss him entertaining us. <laughs> I don't want you to miss the opportunity that you have to be in the one that has everything for you right now. He has everything that you need right now. You might have come to hear a word. You might have come to do something else. You might have come so you don't miss your brunch appointment after with your girlfriend. But Jesus came to see you this morning. Jesus came to see you, to see about you. He wants to know exactly what's on your heart this morning. And I don't want you to miss the Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't want you to miss your moment with the master. So when we sing this next song, don't make it a song that you have to sing. Make it a song from your heart. Allow it to be your worship. Here's your worship. Say it. Here's my worship, Lord. Take joy in it. I don't want you to go if you don't need to. Let it be, let it be your dwelling place. I want this worship to put a smile on your face. Can we give God our everything this morning? Can we give God our everything this morning? Come on, let's go. We are your people We are your people We are your people You are our God Entire song. Let's sing it together, everybody. If you catch it, let's sing it together. We are your people.
together, come on. We are your people. We are your people.
You are our God. You are. Do me a favor. Don't clap. Just lift your hands at a comfortable level. And while you're lifting your hands, mentally and emotionally, lift your hearts to Jesus. Lift your spirit and your soul to him. And let him minister to you in this moment. You declare that you are his and he is yours. So right now in this moment, let him minister to you. Hear his voice. Feel his embrace. minister to us speak to our hearts allow for your will and for your word for your heart for your mind for your life and for your your body that was broken for us allow it to be remembered today allow for us to see and know and hear and understand that you are with us and you are for us you are with us and you are for us lord you are we declare today and we thank you that you are with us and you are for us you are with us <laughs> Hallelujah. And you are for us. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for being with us when we feel lost and alone. You are with us. And you are for us when all around our souls give way. You then are all our hope and stay. So we thank you. We praise you. You brought us this far in this service. And I pray that healings and salvation and joy would be restored that your people would hear from you and we will thank you we will praise you in jesus mighty name and all of god's people say amen amen thine is the kingdom and power and glory for it. 
Ever endeavor, ever endeavor. Amen. I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Romans 12, 1 through 8. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given to me, not everyone who is among you, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself, herself, themselves, more highly than they ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ. Somebody say in Christ. And individually, members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in the proportion of our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministry. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives, this is where we are today, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There's a topic for this morning. Topic for the day is just don't stop giving. Amen. Don't stop giving. Don't stop giving. Don't stop giving. We've been walking through this series and we're going to keep walking through. We've got one, two, one, two, three more gifts to share. I'm sorry, two more gifts to share um, as we walk through this series together on the redemptive gifts. Redemptive gifts are found in Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. We just read those. Um, Let me take these keys out of my pocket because I've been started playing with something and it makes noise. Um, I apologize. Uh, We were talking through the redemptive gifts, and the redemptive gifts are found in Romans chapter 12, verses uh, 6 through 8. And those gifts are the ones that are the irrevocable ones, the ones that God gives us as birthright. They're not the manifestation gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, they're not the administrative gifts, the ones that are offices in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28, but they're the redemptive gifts, the ones that are gift, the gifts and calling that are without repentance. And we were just created into, into these gifts. And we've talked a lot about um, many of these gifts that are listed already. We talked about um, what it means to prophesy as a redemptively gifted prophet. We've talked a lot about what it means to, to minister. And we talked about what it means to teach. We talked about what it means to exhort or to encourage. And there are a lot of encouragers in this room. Amen. There are a lot of encouragers. And we were reminded on Wednesday night that even the encouragers need encouragement. Hallelujah. Even the encouragers need encouragement. And we need to make sure that even if you're not built to be an encourager, when you are encouraged by an encourager, when a Barnabas comes your way, make sure that you say thank you. Hallelujah. Make sure you say thank you, because that's sometimes all the fuel that they need to go another mile. Amen? But today we're going to talk about the giver. The Bible says, he who gives, give with liberality. Liberality, not sparing. He who gives, the person who's redemptively gifted to give, give with liberality. And this isn't in my notes, but I'm looking around the room and I'm starting to feel it already. So I'll just take this left-hand turn and I promise I'm going to come right back. Sometimes when the church starts talking about giving, 
people start tightening up. <laughs> Sometimes when the church starts talking about giving, people just start tightening up. The air sort of sucks out of the room, you know, because you think somebody's going to try to ask you for a little bit. I'm trying to do what I can, good brother, because um, <laughs> the air starts getting sucked out of the room because you think somebody's going to try to be in your pocket. Think somebody's going to ask you for another offering. You think we're going to take three offerings, and I'm trying to set you up already. It's not what we're doing today. Amen, somebody. It's not what we're doing today, and I don't believe that's the birthright of this church. I don't believe that that's how we got to where we are at all. From what I heard, there was no chicken dinner sold. That's what I heard about Redeemer. I heard that there were I heard that there were there were no fundraising events that needed to be done for the Lord to build this house. I wish I had a church. I really do. I don't I don't so so when we get to a place where we're talking about giving, Deacon Nix, when we get to a place where we as a body, where we as a people are talking about giving, we're talking about it from God's perspective, not from man's perspective. Say amen, somebody. We're talking about it from God's perspective. And I don't want you to think that we have a need that God will never provide. Because I believe that if he takes care of the birds in the air with the chips that you throw on the ground and they fly away after their bellies are full, I guarantee that my God will supply. I'm preaching and I don't need to yet. I don't need to yet. I guarantee that your waste will become my blessing. Hallelujah. And so what we're talking about today is the redemptively gifted giver, the person that is created by God to give. That's all created by God to give. There are people that are created by God to talk and man, oh man, do they. There are people that are called by God to teach and they will do it whether you want to hear it or not. But guess what? <laughs> Guess what? There are also people that are created by God to give. They are just compelled by Holy Spirit wherever they go to do what they need to do to make sure that you have what you need. The giver, the giver. There are some, here are some characteristics of a giver. You know you're a giver if you tend to give well and give wisely, not impulsively. You have a generational worldview. You don't think just about what you need in this moment, but you're thinking about your children. You're thinking about your children's children. You're not thinking about how flashy you need to be right now. You're thinking about how they can live and not have to depend on any job for anything because God supplied for you. You're thinking long term, not short term. They're nurturing, they're nurturing individuals. They care about their family and their environment and their foster relationships that support the same. These individuals are extremely independent and they live very private lives. You're not going to get into the business of a giver very easily. They're not going to let you in very easily because when you get in, you might start looking around and see something they don't want you to see. Say amen, somebody. Some of the weaknesses of the giver are the same. You might be finding yourself in this. Some of the weaknesses of the giver are the same. They're just like their independence is a blessing. Their independence can also become a curse because they feel sometimes that because they have everything that they need, they don't need God either. They may not acknowledge their need for God to be the one who does the supplying. 
They may seem to be hypocritical because they appear to do the right things. And when they show up doing the right things, they show up doing the right things, but with the wrong heart motivation. They're looking to do the right thing so that they can get your applause, not give God the glory. And they control and manipulate outcomes because if you don't do what you want, if what I want you to do, then I mean, do you really want what God has for you? If you're not going to do it my way, then I mean, there's a lot of manipulation. <laughs> there's a lot of manipulation in the, in the giver at times. There's a lot of it, a lot of manipulation, a lot of control in the giver because they want it their way and they try to even manipulate God as they say you know what God if 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 you you gave this to me but I'm not I'm not going to give it to other people because they're not doing it my way so why why should I give you me if I if you're not going to allow for me to they look at God like sort of like Santa Claus you know like they look at him as if God is supposed to do things their way as if God's not the sovereign one they and so if the prophet is there redemptively to tell you what to do and the servant is there to help you get it done and the teacher will make sure you do it right and the encourager will help you get back up and try again when you fail, then the giver is the one that has the resources that you need to do the will of God. Write that down. The giver is the one that has the resources that you need to do the will of God. And when I think about giving, when we think about giving, often, I, oftentimes I think about the one who has the most money in the room, the one who's the most resourced. But givers are not always the richest people in the room. Givers aren't always the richest ones in the situation. They're not always the ones that have the largest bank account or the best credit score. Givers are just the ones that are simply compelled by God to give. Let's look at some givers in scripture. In Luke chapter 21, verse 1 through 4, there's a young lady that came to church one day. And the Bible says that he looked up, he the priest looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor woman, poor widow, putting two mites. Two mites. So Jesus said, truly I say to you that this poor woman has put in more than everyone else. For all of these out of their abundance, someone say out of their abundance, have put in offerings for God. But she, out of her poverty, put in all the livelihood that she had. You may think that the giver is the one that has the most, but sometimes your offering may not jingle, may jiggle, jingle, and not fold. But all that you have, you desire to give it to God. Sometimes you are a giver built by God, and your tithe may look something like someone else's tip that they leave for a server. I hope you heard me. Your tithe may look like someone's tip that they leave for a server, but you are decided that all that you have, you will give it 
to God. I don't give as a giver. I don't give because y'all told me to give. And I don't give because the church has taught it for centuries. I give to God because I owe God my life. I give God my life. So what are these two little dimes or these few little dollars in comparison to the breath that he gives me every single day? What is this little bit of money? This woman gave two mites, but she was a giver by nature. Not all, She didn't have enough, but she still gave. Not only are there those who don't have enough, but there are also some of us who have just enough. Just enough. The giver's not always the one who has the most. Some of us just come to the table with just enough. Let's look at this little boy who had two fish. <laughs> he had two fish, right? And he had five loaves of bread. He was created by God to be a giver, and his mama sent him to church with lunch, Pat. Hallelujah. Sent him to church with a little lunch, Pat. And he went to church with lunch just to hear the word. And Jesus, it says in Mark chapter 6, Jesus was compelled. He was moved with compassion that so many people had come to hear the word of God. And the apostles came to him. The disciples came to him and they said, Master, you got to send them home. Because I'm looking at them and they look real hungry. You got to send them home because they need to eat. They need to go to bed. But Jesus said when he saw, he was moved with compassion when he saw the multitude. And he said, we ain't sending them nowhere. You feed them. <laughs> he said, we're not sending them nowhere. You feed them. They said, we don't have enough to feed all these people. They looked around. Jesus said, well, what do you have? They looked around. They saw this little boy. <laughs> he said, what you got, baby? He said, I got two fish. <laughs> I got five loaves. Let me see that lunch bag right quick. They went and they took it and they brought it to Jesus. They said, this is what we got. We got two fish. I feel the Holy Ghost right here. Said, so we got two fish. We've got five loaves. I've heard it said little this much. The little bit that you have is going to be enough. Hallelujah. He thought it was just enough. Why are you yelling? He thought it was just enough for him, but it turned out being enough for 5,000 to eat and have leftovers. Somebody say left. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He brought two fish and five loaves and it was enough. His mama thought that was enough to fill his own belly, but it was enough to feed 5,000 people. God doesn't give the giver just enough for them because when God gives the giver just enough for them, God will get into the just enough and he'll make it just enough for everybody God sends your way. You may only have a five pound bag of potatoes, but you're going to make a whole Thanksgiving meal out of that five, hallelujah, five pound bag of potatoes. You might only have two onions and three hot dogs, but everybody in your house is going to be full from those two onions and them three hot dogs. Why? Because you're a giver and the giver is anointed for multiplication. Somebody say multiplication. My God. The giver is anointed to give what you have and God will use it through multiplication so that nobody goes away 
without. Hallelujah. Some of us are sin as givers. Some of us are sin as givers with not enough. And God honors your not enough. Some of us are sin as givers with just enough. And God honors your just enough. But some of us are sin as givers, and this is it with more than enough. Yeah, that's good. That's it. <laughs> yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why you praise him. When you hear the word, you praise on the word. Hallelujah. When you hear the word, you praise on the word. That's for her. Some of us are given. Some of us are, are gifted as givers, as those who have more than enough. And those of us who have more than enough, you might see yourself in the story of Mark chapter 15, verse 40 through, through 42 through 46. Joseph of Arimathea. Y'all know Joseph of Arimathea? Y'all know him? Yeah, he was the one who was in the cut, you know. He was, he was one of those who were, he was one of the rulers. In Mark chapter 15, you can look at it. Mark chapter 15, verse 42 through 46. Joseph of Arimathea, he was one of those guys who was one of the rich ones. He was one of the rulers in the city. He was one of those guys who was sitting on the council. And when it was time for Jesus to die, he didn't do anything to stop it. <laughs> he didn't do anything to stop it. He just let it happen. He was on the council and he could have voted no. He didn't vote at all. <laughs> he abstained. <laughs> yeah, y'all get that in November and October. <laughs> he abstained. He didn't stop Jesus from dying. He let him die. And as Jesus died, he was just watching. He watched him be whooped. He watched him carry his own cross. He watched him walk down the Via Della Rosa. He just watched. Joseph, as a giver, just watched. He just watched. He watched Jesus go to the cross, go to the Golgotha. And he watched as they beat him with the cat of nine tails. He just watched. He just watched. He's a giver. He just watched. And they watched. He watched them. He watched them spit in his face and slap him. He watched them. He watched them. Hallelujah. He watched them pierce his side. He, they, he, watched, he just watched. He watched. But the Bible says when it was time after he had died for his body to be buried. It says in Mark chapter 15 verse 42. Now when evening had come because it was the preparation day. That is the day before Sabbath. This man named Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God. <laughs> he was waiting for the kingdom of God, coming and taking courage, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Just watched. Pilate marveled and he, that he had already um, died and summoning the centurion he asked him if he had been dead for some time. So when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body of Jesus to Joseph. Then he brought Joseph, bought fine linen and took him down. Wrapped him in the linen. He laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of rock and a roll and rolled a stone Against tomb. See, I said earlier that the giver is the one that has the resources for you to fulfill the will of God. And Jesus had a will to fulfill. Who else had money to bury Jesus? Who else had money? <laughs> Who else had money to bury Jesus? It's obvious from scripture that he didn't have an insurance policy. 
It's obvious that he didn't purchase a plot beforehand. It's obvious that his mama didn't have enough and his friends didn't either. But God sent a giver by the name of Joseph of Arimathea who had exactly what was needed for Jesus to fulfill his mission on earth. And I know church, as a Baptist church, we love to get to Sunday morning. We love to say that the stone was rolled away. But it was only a giver that had the resources to roll the stone in front of the tomb. Can we go, sir? Can we go? It was only a giver who had the resources to roll the stone in front of the tomb. It, if Jesus weren't buried the right way. If Jesus weren't buried the right way, we would have no Sunday morning testimony. Am I? Hallelujah to God. If Jesus were not buried the right way, we would have no Sunday morning miracle because the stone wouldn't have been rolled away. They would have called out as if his body would have been tampered with by his, his disciples. But we know that the giver gave enough to make sure that the testimony wasn't tainted. I wish I had a church that realized that you have what you need to make sure that your testimony is not played with, it's not tainted, it is secured by Heavenly Father. But the giver gave in a way that allowed us to share our testimony with confidence. It is conf We are confident in the fact that Jesus was born of a virgin. Yes, we are. We're confident of a fact that he suffered under Pontius Pilate. We know it to be true. We're confident historically that he was beaten and he was crucified. And we know that he died. We know that he died. <laughs> oh, my Jesus. We know that he died. He died until the sky went red. He died until the veil was torn in two. We know that he died. But what we also know that early. I said early. <laughs> early one Sunday morning. We know that on Friday night, the stone was rolled in place. But we know that the women got there early Sunday morning. And when they got there, they knew that the stone was rolled away. Early Sunday morning, they saw that he was risen. When Mary and her friends went to see about Jesus, they saw the stone was gone. And in that moment, they realized that he got up. He got up with all power in his hands. He defeated the power of death. He defeated the power of hell. And he defeated the power of the grave. And they knew that the promise of scripture had been fulfilled. What's that promise? He lived. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He lived. Whoo, Christ Jesus lives today. How I know he walks with me. And he talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives, saints. I know he lives. Why? Because he lives right here. He lives right here within my heart. It's only the giver that gave us the ability to know with our eyes that the testimony of Jesus stand firm. He gave the resources 
to help us see and know that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Had he not said it, shall he not make it good? <laughs> I don't know what promises you have over your life, but I know that God's given me some promises. And I know that there are some people that are going to resource those promises in my life. Say amen, somebody. You may not be a giver. You may be a prophet. But you're going to need to partner with a giver to make sure you have what you need. You may not be a giver. You may be a teacher. But you're going to need to partner with a giver to make sure that you can write that material. See, oh my Lord. You may not be a giver. You may be a servant. But you may, you're going to need a giver to make sure that the ministry God calls you to is financed in accordance with the will of God for your life. And if you are a giver, don't be stingy. Say amen, somebody. Give with liberality. Give liberally for God's glory and not your personal gain. And for this, we give God every bit of praise that we have. Doors of the church are open. 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 I'm not sure. There's some. There's some. Some of you might be in here as givers, and it's cool. Some of you might be in here as givers, and you've been hurt by the church because you've been manipulated. Yeah, and see, some of us have eyes. Some of us have eyes to see who the givers are in the room, you know. And we've been, we've been, uh, excuse me, we've been trained on how to get out of other people what we want. Yeah, and and you've been out here trying to live with God's heart and your heart was so soft that you've been used and abused by a lot of people. And I, I get it. I understand. It's cool. I get it. But God wants to heal your heart today. It wasn't God that did that. It wasn't, it wasn't God that did that. Hey, hey, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You're trying to put your socks on, but I'm interrupting you right now. It wasn't God that did that to you. God, God didn't steal that from you. God didn't manipulate you that way. It wasn't God that did that. It was people that did that. God wants you to come back because he gave you that gift of giving. And they manipulated it. They abused it. They misused it. But God won't do that. Come back. Come back. Come back home. Come back home. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, now is your time and today is your day. Come on. Come on, if you've never accepted the Lord, come on, now is your time. Today is your day. God wants you back home. If you have accepted Christ, but you walked away, you walked away because you were hurt, you were misled, you were misused, you were abused, just come back home. If you're on virtually with us, just say, it's me, it's me. We'll go back and we'll watch, and I promise you we'll respond to it. And if you need a church home, Church of the Redeemer Baptist is a great place to call home. Even if Church of the Redeemer Baptist used to be your home and now you're homeless because you walked out of your own house. I'll say it again. Even if Church of the Redeemer Baptist used to be your home and now you're homeless because you walked out of your own house. You still have a key. We did not change the locks. We did not change the locks. You are still welcome here with open arms and with open hearts. Come, come, come. We offer
Christ to you. Oh, my This is not a private moment. I know you're a giver and you want to live a private life. It's cool. I understand that. But this is not a private moment. God's calling you now. Like God's calling you now. Not, not tomorrow. Not, I mean, you can do this at home and it's cool. I understand. But God is calling you now. God doesn't want this to be a private moment for you. And I feel compelled to stay here for just a little bit more. God is asking you to come right now. Right now now right now now is your time today is your day we gonna wait for you now 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 to Christ Glory, glory, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is still speaking. God is still calling. Hallelujah. And we thank the Lord for the ministering of the word concerning being a giver. Oh, hallelujah to the Lord God Almighty. Only he can let us know what we need to know. Hallelujah. And speaking of giving... Right now, we all have the opportunity to worship through our giving. Hallelujah. There'll be two offerings, one for our tithes and offering, and the other one for our benevolence. Hallelujah. Our benevolence is what we use to be a blessing to those in need. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians verse 9 and 10 reads, He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. And Father God, we do praise you and we thank you right now for the opportunity to give. Thank you that we get to give, Lord. Oh, Father, we thank you for how you continue to supply our every need, how you bless us to be a blessing. We're thankful for those who are able to give today and those who are not. We bless your name that those who are not, it will not always be this way. Oh, thank you, Father. And thank you for multiplying that which is given for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.
come the um, trustees are coming forward right now and please follow the directions of the ushers thank you Let's now prepare our hearts for communion.
talking through redemptive gifts, and if we realize it, haven't said it, but Jesus is the embodiment of every one of the gifts. Jesus is the embodiment of every one of the gifts. In his life as he was living, he was a giver. <laughs> he gave his all so that we could have salvation. Wonderful God. He gave up his seat on the right hand of the Father so that he could come to earth and die for me. Just for me. <laughs> Just for me. So today we celebrate. I said today we celebrate. <laughs> Hallelujah. We celebrate the gift that keeps on giving. The body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. So on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it. He gave thanks and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Deacon Lawrence will pray for the bread. Father God, we come to you now and we praise you and we thank you for this bread that represents your body. Thank you for your surrender, Lord, your full surrender to all that was done to your body. For us, Lord, that was love. We praise you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Let's eat together. In the same manner, he took the cup. Blessed and said, this is my body, this is my blood shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Our deacon emeritus. Deacon William Nick Sr. will pray for the cup. Oh, Father, we come. We come to this table, Father. Not worthy today, Father, but you saw fit that we come, Father. We ask you, God, to bless this wine, Father, that we take for our bodies today, Father. What is that sacrifice that you did upon the cross, Father, that you shed our blood, Father, Wash away all the sins, Father. Oh, Father, it's made as white as snow, Father. We had to say thank you, God, because we couldn't do it without you, Father, coming this far in life, Father. So we ask you, God, bless this one we give today, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's drink together. For as often as we drink, eat this bread, and drink this cup. We proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. <laughs> In good Baptist tradition, we're going to leave here with a hymn. We don't leave with a benediction on communion Sunday. So, Minister Wilkins, would you lead us? And as we go, let's make sure you say happy birthday to Deacon Nix today. It's his birthday. Happy birthday. I know it was the blood, it was the blood, it was the blood for me, I 
One day when I was lost, he died on the cross. No, it was the blood for me. Down. 